When you hear healthy eating, does meal prep automatically come to mind? Yeah, I used to think the same thing. It often goes hand in hand in every Pinterest search and like those Sunday Instagram posts. Am I right? (laughs) Well, I've come to learn that meal prep is not for me. I'm just not a fan of it yet. I was able to lose a total of 150 pounds combined after both of my pregnancies uh, without meal prepping totally without meal prepping. And I'm going to share today exactly how I do that, how I still eat healthy most of the time. Girl, I'm not perfect. So stop expecting perfection from yourself. We are going to go over today how to continue eating clean, how to eat healthy, fuel your body well without meal prepping. So put away the meal prep containers, delete the Pinterest pins you keep saving and not using. You are about to be freed from that weighty feeling that you need to meal prep to eat healthy. Okay, let's go. Hey mama, welcome to the Tough Love Mom Podcast. I know you're here because you're ready to get discipline and lose weight, and you're not afraid of a little tough love. Taking on your journey postpartum is hard, but it's not impossible. I believe that we mamas have an ingrained ability to figure out what we need to do, make it happen no matter what, and do it in a way that inspires the world and sets a beautiful example of healthy living for our little ones. My mission is to help you uncover that ability and live a life of confidence and consistency. Hey, I'm Liz, and I've been where you are. I gained more than the suggested amount of weight in both of my pregnancies, but with sustainable habits, consistency, routine, and taking hold of my thoughts, I lost it all in just over a year both times, and I'm here to help you do the same. If you're ready to stop falling off the wagon, truly break free from the perfectionism that is holding you back, and finally feel your best all while enjoying dino nuggets on your salad, you are in the right place. It's time to get disciplined so you can live a life of consistency and true confidence, mama. We're about to transform your postpartum journey. Get pumped up. It is tough love time. When I initially got healthy and started eating better, working out consistently on my own after college, I was meal prepping because in my mind, eating healthy was synonymous with meal prepping. I think that's the case for like 90% of people out there. I was also in grad school at the time in student teaching. So it was kind of necessary because I was gone some days from 5am till 7pm because I would student teach and then go to classes and I was commuting to the school I was student teaching at. So it was necessary for me to meal prep because I was gone and out of the house. There was no way I could have cooked and gone home. It was just not possible. So fast forward a few years, I stopped teaching after grad school. I taught for a few years, stopped teaching, came home, then had kids. And before I knew it, I was lost because for so many years, eating healthier equaled meal prepping in my mind. But at that point, after having my firstborn, being home with my kids, life didn't necessitate meal prep because I didn't need to have meals prepped and ready to go anymore. So today I'm going to teach you how I shifted from meal prepping to not and still being able to fuel my body well. So the first step in shifting from this meal prep mindset to not needing to do it, but still fueling your body is knowing what your body needs. This is super personalized because we are each created so uniquely. So knowing exactly what your body needs and knowing what my body needed at the time, specifically as a breastfeeding mom, postpartum, a lot heavier than I usually am, That's the foundation. You need to know what your body needs. And this doesn't change from meal prep. When you meal prep, hopefully you know that your body needs 
so much fuel during the day. And so you prep for that. Well, same thing with not meal prepping. It doesn't change. It's just harder to follow through on that on a day-to-day basis. I think as a stay-at-home mom, if you're a stay-at-home mom too listening to this, you can relate because you're surrounded by food all day. So it's a little harder to stick to that. But knowing what you need allows you to be accountable to yourself because you know what you need. So how do you build this foundation and know what your body needs? You're going to calculate your caloric need. What you're going to factor in is your weight, your activity level, intensity, frequency, and duration. And if you're breastfeeding as a postpartum mom, that's also going to be factored in how often, how old your baby is, i.e. how much they're relying on that for nutrition as a factor as well. But those are the things you're going to take into consideration and calculate what you need on a caloric level. Now, I am not a big proponent of counting calories and being super specific and really in anything with nutrition, being very minute in the details, but knowing generically what to aim for on a day-to-day basis is going to give you a really good idea of how to be fueling your body. So the second step after building that foundation and figuring out what your body needs is, and this is just what I did, is I tracked my food as I went. Now there's this weird connotation with the word track. What I do is a very simplified form of macros most of the time. I don't do it hundred percent of the time because it is important to phase your diet. Um, I don't do it 365 days a year there. That's another episode for another day, phasing your diet and just giving variety into what you do. There's major benefit to doing that, but basically I would track or journal throughout the day to ensure that I was getting my body specifically what it needed on a food level. I started with paper pencil. Now I use an app, but basically because I wasn't planning ahead to make sure I was fueling my body, I needed to to just track it throughout the day and keep track of what I was putting in. You get the same outcome of knowing, right? What you're putting into your body when you meal prep and you plan ahead and you've got all the food ready and you take it and you just follow through, you're doing all the work ahead of time and then just mindlessly, not necessarily mindlessly, but following through with the actions day to day and not having to put your mind to work. When you don't meal prep, you've got to do that work throughout the day and over the course of the week instead of doing it all up front. So I just tracked my food throughout the day, what that looked like early on. Um, and I'll go more into the timeline of this, but initially when I got back to tracking my food, I just wrote down what I was eating so I could get that feedback throughout the day of, okay, I could make an adjustment here. And maybe that's why I feel kind of groggy today. I would just take that feedback and how I was feeling based on looking at what I wrote down. And later on, like I said, I switched over to using an app, uh, just again, back to that simplified macros. So on the food side of things, what does that look like? Because I'm also not cooking every single meal, but again, I'm also not meal prepping really. So you know, except for a batch of nuggets for like the week for my boys and for my nugget salads. If you know, you know, (laughs) nugget salad life. But what did I do on the food side of things to make sure I was keeping it simple and not having to rely on meal prepping, but also not winging it every single day because winging it's not a great strategy either. First thing I did, I had staples for every single meal. So staple breakfast, we rotate the carb. We literally have eggs with sauteed spinach, some kind of fruit sometimes, And I rotate between like toast and oatmeal. Sometimes on the weekends, I'll make pancakes for fun, but we have a very staple, consistent breakfast. That's easier for me to whip up. And we just rotate the carb in there every once in a while. We also have staple snacks in the house that most of them require not a lot of prep things like 
you know, cleaner versions of protein bars. I love to have grabbable fruits and veggies. Basically every fruit is grabbable and you don't have to prep it. So just put those at eye level in your fridge so you can go in and grab them. But grabbable snacks are key. We also have staple lunches. Uh, my husband does prep his lunches because obviously he works outside the house, but he keeps it simple. I keep the lunches simple. Again, the keyword here is staple. We have these go-to meals that we like to use for breakfast and lunch. And we know we can rely on those. We know they're going to fuel our body well, and that's just what we stick with. And then with dinner, sometimes I do cook. Sometimes we have leftovers. And again, with dinner, I just keep it simple. Usually it's a carb, it's a protein and it's a vegetable. And I just make it taste good with some seasoning or some sauce. So that's what I do on the food side of things. I did mention that I would go into the timeline a little bit really quick. So I'm going to do that when it comes to tracking, because maybe you're listening to this a few weeks postpartum or a year postpartum. I did get back to being intentional about my nutrition, uh, a few months postpartum. I didn't do it right away because mentally I couldn't handle that capacity. And actually in episode 20, one week from now, I'm going to go over where to start postpartum and what that timeline looked like for me, how to approach the postpartum journey. Cause there's fitness and nutrition and routine and so many things that you want to get back to, but it can be really overwhelming to jump into all of them. So I'm going to go over that a week from today in episode 20, but what I did with tracking was not dive into it right away. I focused on my fitness first and I focused on nutrition later on. So when I got back to that simplified macros, it wasn't for a while postpartum. Again, next week, I'm going to go over that exact timeline, what it looked like for me and how to tackle your postpartum journey in a sustainable way. But what I want you to do today before we get there is pick one thing to figure out, change, or focus in on when it comes to this shift. Is the one thing going to be actually figuring out what your body needs at a caloric level? Do you need to learn a sustainable way to track so you know what's going on in your body? The purpose of this, the purpose of tracking again, is being able to look back at the day and unemotionally evaluate all of the choices that you made, why you made them, how it made you feel with your energy inside your body, emotionally. Or do you need to find some staple, doable, enjoyable meals and snacks that you and your family can lean on and make consistent? Again, I just want you to pick one of these things and focus on that until it becomes habit, until it becomes routine, until it becomes automatic, and then you can move on to something else. That's the best way to approach it. I'm giving you a little hint, a little sneak peek at what next week's episode around nutrition and the postpartum journey in general is going to look like. It's so good. So good. So hang on for that. But Right now, when we're talking about letting go of meal prepping so you can move into just showing up day to day and focusing on going throughout your day and not needing to meal prep, if you're like, oh my gosh, this is overwhelming, I want to dive into those things, but and I want to be at that point, but a lot of the changes I need to make, and I just want the step by step, I need help figuring out my specific caloric need. That's a lot of things to factor in. And as you change, as your body changes, as your journey changes, as your season of motherhood changes, you'll need to adjust that caloric level. If you need help with those things, I want you to head below and sign up to get the simplified macros course and my personal support as you journey through it for a full year. Uh, my clients get my support for a full year as they work through the workout programs and as they work through the nutrition course. So I can't wait to work with you and get you to this point of freedom and flexibility with your food, letting go of meal prepping and being able to lose the weight if that's a goal you're working towards. So again, apply one thing from this episode today, make it habit, and then move on to the next one. Before you go, thank you for spending this time with me on the Tough Love Mom podcast. 
If this episode encouraged you in any way, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a review letting me know how this show has impacted you. Then send this episode to another mom friend or take a screenshot, post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me on this journey to impact thousands of moms. I'm so grateful to be on this journey with you, sister. Until next time, get after it.